Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher this morning. I'm blessed to be that voice on today. I am Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden. I pastor the Anointed Church of the Living God, inviting you to come out and worship with us on today. Our Sunday school began at 10 a.m. Morning worship is at 11.30 a.m. We're located at 1211 South Miles Avenue, right here in Union City, Tennessee. Glory to God. So let's look to the Lord in prayer. Amen. On today. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day as we bow our head and lift our voices with a mouthful of praise and thanksgiving. Thanking you and praising you, Lord, because you're good and you are indeed worthy to be praised. We thank you, Lord, for sending your son, Jesus Christ, your only begotten son, to die for our sins by the shedding, amen, of his blood. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the comforter, keeper, and our guide. And we just thank you, Lord, for him being called along beside us to keep us and to direct us, to strengthen us, glory to God, and to be a constant, a constant source of strength and of help in times of trouble. Lord, we thank and praise you, God, because you are indeed, you are who you are. You are God. You are Elohim. You are the mighty creator. You are God. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are God. You are Jehovah Nisi, our banner of victory. You are God. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. You are God. You are Jehovah Rapper. You are the God that heals us. You are God. Amen. You are God all by yourself. Glory to God. And there are so many other titles that describe your characteristics and we're thankful for every one of them for in the times of trouble we know we can lift our voices up and we can call on you for hallelujah thank you jesus we can call on you we know that your eyes are ever up on the righteous your ears are open to our cry and we thank you lord for hearing us on today father god i pray for those that are listening father god is there reaching for you this morning any sickness hurts pains diseases in the body is father god we're trusting you and know you to yet amen be a healer and a deliverer so we're praying for that deliverance amen on today praying lord that you will touch them meet them everywhere they hurt and heal them let the healing that's already been provided by the blood of jesus let the healing be manifested in their bodies in the mighty name of jesus those that are struggling yet with grief, trying to come to terms over the loss of a loved one, Lord. We're praying that you will comfort them as only you can. There isn't anything that you don't know about us. There isn't anything that you can't do. And when everyone else fails, when they cannot understand us, glory to God, we know that you always do because you made us, God. So we're just praying, Lord, that you meet each and every one in the center of their need. Yet praying for Paul and Diane Tinkle that you will, Lord, continue to bless them, their home, their family, and loved ones. Whatever their prayer is on today, Lord, we want to add strength to it by coming into agreement with it according to your will and your word, according to Matthew chapter 18, verses 19 and 20. So we pray, Father God, that your will be done, Father God, in their life and that you will hear and answer their prayers according to your will. Amen. We ask it in Jesus' name, Father God. And we ask that you do it right early, right soon. Father, as we pray for the listeners, as we pray the same 
for those that work here at the broadcast. We just pray that your will be done, Father God, in our life. Because if your will is done, we know everything will come out the way you want it to. Not the way we want it to, God. We pray that your will will be our will. That whatever it is, Lord, that you will give us the grace to accept, amen, your will, your plan, and your purpose for our life. Father, we pray that those that don't know you are the pardon of their sins, that they will repent of their sins, turn and give their heart to you, and know you before it's too late, Father. We pray, Father God, in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus, that those that have turned their backs on you, those that have gone away from you, that they will uh, turn around and come back to you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask it. Father, we ask and pray that when we have done all that we can do in this place, and that our time, according to your calendar, is finished here. We pray that when we leave this place, that we'll be able to stand before you in peace and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. And we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, as once again, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen on today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Truly, I want to thank you for praying that prayer with me, for coming into agreement with it, and we know that it is done in the mighty name of Jesus because he said it would be. And we ask, believe it, and not doubt it. And he said in Mark, I believe it's Mark the 11th chapter, that we'll have what we say in the mighty name of Jesus on today. I want to call your attention this morning to uh, Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20, and we want to look at verse 1. It says, wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Glory to God. And we're going to use background scriptures, just a couple of scriptures over. We're going to go to Proverbs chapter 23 and verses 29 through 35. And this morning we're going to talk about the spirit, amen, of alcohol. Glory to God. Why? Because alcohol is a spirit. I know many of you have, as I have, uh, driven by stores that sell liquor. They have liquor, uh, they have liquor and uh, wine, and then they say, and spirits for sale. So I know they aren't trying to lift up the word of God by saying, and spirits, but that's exactly, amen, they want you to know, it's what you're purchasing, praise God, let me slow down a little bit, that's exactly what you're purchasing when you're dealing, amen, with alcohol, now I've lost a few already, somebody turned the radio off, and some walked by, and said, I'm going back to bed, I don't want to hear that, okay, but it'll be to your advantage, amen, and to your good interest, if you will, hear and receive the word of God, amen, on today. That's always my prayer, that the word of God will indeed touch the heart, reach the soul, and change the life. That's only the word of God can. But you have to not only hear the word, James said we don't just hear the word, you got to be a doer of the word. So that means receiving it and receiving it and taking the proper steps and actions, amen, that will bring that word alive in your heart meaning amen that you're going to do it and you're going to live by it so uh we start amen here in chapter 20 of proverbs amen with a warning and it is a warning with some wise information rather it's a statement that says wine is a mocker strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise so that's a deceitful spirit amen that alcohol carry glory to god and as we look amen it says wine is a mocker what will it do it'll, it'll mock you it'll make fun of you it'll laugh at you you said that's wine it's a drink it doesn't have anything a mouth where it can laugh at you no but it does carry a spirit that can 
it does carry a spirit that can and it's the spirit amen of alcohol and as we look amen at the spirit of alcohol when you go to proverbs chapter 23 and highlight verses 29 through 35 you realize that this is a very potent spirit a very strong spirit even though it's an undercover spirit it's an undercover spirit it's a subtle spirit but soul is the word that uh, God used to describe Satan over in Genesis uh, when he crafty he was so more so than any others when he approached Eve so this spirit amen is one that comes what straight from the pits of hell how do you get it how do you grow grab hold to it when you grab hold to your first beer or to your first wine cooler or to your first drink of wine a hard liquor glory to God and that's how you grab hold to that spirit because it is contained, amen, in alcohol. Glory to God. King Solomon was advising his son. He was advising his son in uh, Proverbs chapter 23 against uh, uh, prostitutes and harlots and just teaching him some things in life and how to carry himself. And he did not, in his wisdom, he did not leave out a warning, amen, against alcohol because of the spirit. Spirit, amen, the demonic spirit that it carries. But yes, it can be pleasing, amen, to the taste. It can be pleasing to the eye, glory to God. It can be pleasing and desirable by God, but it carries a spirit that will destroy you. Uh, King Solomon started by asking in verse 29, he was describing, amen, some things. He asked a question. He asked six questions, as a matter of fact. He said, Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Who has redness of eyes? And these things right here are characteristics of a man alcohol. They're characteristics of alcohol, of the spirit of alcohol. Glory to God. What is a characteristic? A characteristic is a feature or a quality that belongs typically to a person, to a place, a to a thing and it serves to identify that person place a thing so these six questions identify the characteristics and also the personality of the spirit of alcohol what is personality it's a combination of characteristics or qualities that can form uh, a thing or an individual's distinctive uh, character so what, what, what do we have here we have the description, we have the characteristics, and we have the personality, amen, of something that you cannot see, glory to God, per se, with your eyes, but something, amen, that can inhibit and totally possess and control your body, and that is the demonic spirit, amen, of alcohol. The first characteristic, number one, he says, who has woe? What did the Bible, King James Bible Dictionary say, woe is. It says, woe is a condition of deep suffering from misfortune, affliction, or grief. So the first thing you're going to gain from a spirit of alcohol is woe, amen, a condition of deep suffering from misfortune, affliction, or grief. Misfortune is torn up a lot of homes, caused a lot of divorce, caused a lot of accidents, and drunk drivers have killed a lot of people. Glory to God. Why? Because and brought woe to a lot of hearts and homes. Why? Because of the spirit of alcohol. Who has sorrow? What is sorrow? Sadness, grieving, distress of mind, uh, being depressed. Amen. That comes also. That's a characteristic and personality of a spirit of alcohol. Who has what? Who has contentions? What are contentions? A struggling together in opposition. 
you already know when somebody is drunk, you cannot reason with them. If it's a husband, if it's a wife, if it's a grown child, you can't reason with them. And everything may be going good and peaceful until that spirit raise up in them and start controlling them. And here comes contention. Here comes strife. Here comes, uh, and, and the, the other person is not going to accept it. So now contention is in the home opposition you're fighting a man against each other that is a characteristic and that's the personality a man of a demonic spirit the demonic spirit a man of alcohol also it says who has complaints that's the fourth one who has complaints what are complaints murmuring finding fault expressions of grief regret and pain who have this that's what you've grabbed hold to when you grab hold a man to your favorite drink your alcoholic beverage you grabbed hold amen to the spirit of alcohol who and now you have complaints you're unsatisfied with anything you're murmuring you're finding fault amen with how the house look you're finding fault with the wife you're finding fault with the kids you're kicking the dog you're kicking the cat you ran and you're raving glory to god you're just raging why because now you're no longer the sweet kind gentle person amen that you were before this spirit amen began to control you now amen you're quote uh controlled amen by that spirit now you're drunk glory to god and now all anybody can see or hear when they look at you is that spirit that's coming out of you, that's controlling you. You're no longer the same person. That's what demonic possession is. That's what demonic possession is. Being controlled, amen, by a demonic spirit. And alcohol is a very strong one. Glory to God. Amen. The spirit of alcohol was sent to kill, to kill, and to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. To steal your joy. Amen. Amen. To kill, amen, your, your life, your spiritual life. And to destroy your soul, glory to God. Don't allow it to do so, amen, on today. It's more than a simple drink. Beer is more than a simple drink. Most people start with beer, uh, wine coolers or something, mild like that. Then they graduate, amen, to other things, to hard liquor, glory to God. But that is one destructive spirit, amen, that you're taking into your life, amen. And there are statistics, amen, that will prove it divorce amen and uh murders and different things like that and of course i said driving drunk under the wheel that also and number five says wounds a break in the skin and flesh injury of reputation and to hurt by violence okay wounds amen fighting gun violence knife violence glory to god your reputation it might have been good amen but you keep getting drunk, you keep drinking, amen. Then your reputation goes from being a good man, being a good woman, to what? The town drunk, the family drunk, glory to God. Uh-uh. God didn't mean that for you, glory to God. And there is help, amen, a 12-step program. That's fine, amen. If you do it, stick to it. That's fine, but I'm telling you what's quicker and what's better than a 12-step program. I'm talking about Jesus talking about Jesus, glory to God. Jesus can heal you because that is a sickness. Alcoholism is a drug. It's a disease, glory to God. And it's so acceptable, amen, because it's perfectly legal, have been for a long time, glory to God, but it's destroyed many lives. I'm telling you what, amen, can deliver you the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you who can deliver you, Jesus Christ, glory to God. All you have to do, amen, is cast that, amen, repent of it, give it to the Lord, glory to God. Give that to the Lord, amen, and ask him 
Amen. Tell him, Lord, I'm giving you, I'm giving you this habit. I'm giving you, glory to God, this spirit. I don't want this spirit in me. I'm asking you to take it. I'm repenting, amen, of a spirit of drunkenness. You know, the scripture says, glory to God, uh, not to be drunk on wine, but to be filled, amen, with the spirit. And somebody said, there it is. And he's talking about the Holy Spirit. That's the opposite, amen, of the spirit of alcohol and a drunk spirit. Glory to God. Amen. Be filled, amen, with the Holy Spirit. And the sixth one is what? Redness of eyes, bloodshot eyes. Glory to God, which is a defining characteristic, amen, of alcohol. And you said everybody with red eyes, uh, they're not drunk. That's true because I have them sometimes. From allergies, glory to God. So, and some people have it simply from being sick, glory to God. But in the Bible, right here, he's describing, amen, a characteristic of the spirit of alcohol, bloodshot eyes, red eyes. And look what he said in verse 30. Those, the ones that have these, King Solomon asked all these questions. Now he totally has his son's full attention because his son is wondering. I don't believe he had started drinking yet or maybe he had his first drunk and his daddy had to have a little talk with him about it. I don't know. Glory to God. But he answered the question in verse 30. He said, those who linger long at the wine and those who go in search of what? Of mixed wine. Glory to God. Let me put it to you like this. Those, amen, who start out drinking maybe a beer or a wine cooler, glory to God, and graduate to something, amen, with more kick and more punch to it, glory to God, and not just having a, a one or two drinks, but who linger long. That means you're hanging out. You're at the bar when the bar opening. You're at the bar when it closes. You're at the bar when happy hour begins, and you're at the bar, glory to God, when happy hour ends, glory to God, amen. You're lingering long at it, glory to God, and then a little dab won't do you. Why do you do Drink one, drink one, drink one right behind the other when two might have done it for you in the beginning. Now, it takes six or seven or whatever. And then when that's not getting it, then you graduate to something stronger, glory to God, to something that's more potent. Amen. Why? Because that's what that spirit, amen, is motivating you to do is giving you increase, amen, in that spirit so that it can do what? Destroy you. It's going to complete its assignment. And the devil gave it an assignment to destroy you, spirit, mind, soul, and body. And that's what alcohol would do. Verse 31 says, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it uh, swirls around smoothly. And everybody know, amen, that wine, amen, has a bouquet. Wine has an aroma. If you ever watch professional wine tasters, they swirl it. They look at the color in it. They look at the bubbles. They look at the bouquet. They sniff it. They smell it. And then they'll drink it. They'll wash it. My mouth out with it, gargle with it, swish it around, amen, through their teeth, amen, it's uh, through the teeth and over the gums, look out belly, here it come, glory to God, amen, they're looking at it and actually enjoying it, glory to God, why, because it has the set temperament, it's mellowed enough, it's just the way they want it and it's just the way they like it, but the word of God says don't even look at it. When it's red in the cup and when it sparkles in the cup and when it's whirled around smoothly, glory to God. He said, don't even look at it, glory to God. Why? Because you're staring a spirit right in the face, praise God, a spirit that will destroy you. That is the spirit of what? That's alcohol. And at the last, verse 32 says, at the last, it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. That's a snake. That's a snake. There's no one, amen, in their right mind who would actually handle 
alive, uh, uh, play with a pet, a rub, amen, a viper. That's a very poisonous snake. snake. That's a serpent, glory to God, and it will bite you. And guess what? It's deadly. He's telling you right here, this is a deadly thing that will eventually cost you your life. So it's best, amen, to stay away from it. He said, your eyes will see what strange women. Guys are seeing strange women, and you may have a beautiful wife at home, or you may have a wonderful husband at home, glory to God, amen, and you may love them, praise God, but when you're under the influence of this spirit, praise God, then your eyes will behold strange women. Yeah, you're looking, yeah, you're looking, but not only that, he says, and your heart will utter perverse things. You utter perverse things, you start thinking, amen, uh, in your mind, how good. This strange woman look, or this strange man look, and then you actually start uh, thinking perverse things as to what you could do or what you would like to do concerning him or her. Glory to God. That's another thing that that spirit will promote. Why? Because that's who that spirit is. These are the characteristics, amen, of the spirit of alcohol. This is the personality of that spirit. And guess what? When it's controlling you, when it is working with you, these are the characteristics, amen, that people look at you, that your family look at you, that your friends look at you, people on this. These are the characteristics, glory to God, that they see in you. What are they looking at? A demon. They're looking at a demon. And that demon has a name, whatever, regardless as to what you call yourself, regardless as to what your mother and father named you, glory to God. If you are controlled by a spirit of alcohol, if you're playing a man with the spirit of alcohol, glory to God, then you got another name. You have another name. And what is it? Glory to God. Well, most people just say a drunk. A drunk. The town drunk, the city drunk, the family drunk, the home drunk, the drunk. Glory to God. The drunk. He's a drunkard. She's a drunkard. Glory to God. Don't allow this spirit to come in and to temper with and to control your life. Look at what verse 34 says, still, still in Proverbs 23, uh, and verse 34 says, yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea or like one who lies at the top of a mask. Okay, what is that? If you lie down in the depths of the sea, what are you going to do? You're going to drown. So what is he telling you you're doing? Don't drown yourself. Don't drown. You can't. People, you can't do it anyway. I don't care if you're going through emotional, emotional pain, uh, uh, physical sickness, or, or whatever it is. You can't drown your sorrows. You can't drown yourself in alcohol. It doesn't make it better. When you come off of it when you wake up from the hangover every problem you ever had is still there and now it's worse because now you got to deal with it amen through the film of of a hangover glory to god what lord what did i do last night what did i say what happened what went on now you've got you've added that amen give your troubles give your pain give your heartache take it to the lord glory to god and leave it there amen you need jesus you don't need a drink you need jesus he is the answer, glory to God. He is the answer, glory to God. And it doesn't matter how long you've had the problem. He is a deliverer. You, you, he's a deliverer and you can be delivered if you'll give that thing to the Lord. If you'll repent of it, confess it, and turn over. Not about, I ain't no drunk. One of the first things they do at Alcohol uh, Anonymous is have a person, they'll say their name, but then they have to be responsible. They have to admit, I am an alcoholic. That's one of the hardest things. People say, because you know what? That deceiver have you saying, huh? Huh? They said in Proverbs 21, don't be deceived by, I can quit anytime I get ready. Lie. Lie. No, you can't. 
You say you can, but you can't. I quit drinking once for three months. Well, why are you still drinking now? If you can quit anytime you get ready, if you quit for three months, then it seemed to me like you would have continued to do so. Look like you would have continued in that way. Glory to God. It takes the Lord. Amen. And it takes a well-made up mind. And I pray that you will have one this morning. I pray that you will stop, look, and listen. That when you see that on a sign, uh, uh, wine, liquor, spirits, soul here, that you just drive on by. Walk on by. Don't go there because that spirit sold here, amen, is more truthful and goes deeper than you or anyone else could ever imagine. The people that own their business, they weren't trying to promote the word of God, amen. But that's exactly, amen, what you're getting, a demonic spirit, amen, when you're buying, purchasing, and consuming, amen, that alcohol, praise God. So it's like lying down in the midst of the sea drowning yourself you would drown are like one who lies in the top of a mask at the top of a ship where they have a little crow's bucket up there where sometimes a sailor would be with a telescope looking out over the ocean he said it's like lying down in that place that's nowhere that you want to lay down that's nowhere that you want to be why one is small and two is up high so when the wind gets strong enough a man is rickety it's unstable and it can break and end up in the water same thing you're still drowning a man in out in uh the mist Amen. Of the sea. Not only that, once alcohol has had its work with you and has changed your body from the inside as well as the outside. Now, that inside job is something else because cirrhosis of the liver, it'll destroy your liver. Not only that, it destroys other things to the point that your body will not work the way it's supposed to. You can't uh, maintain your bodily fluids. Glory to God. Your liver has been destroyed. Amen. And now you can't control bodily function. Someone is having to wash you up. Someone is having a man to clean you up, glory to God. And then in the end, what happens? Your body goes as it's shutting down, glory to God. It's beginning to fill with fluid. So it's beginning to fill with fluid. What else does it do? It drowns you. Your fluid overtake your lungs and you drown in your own fluid. Is this not what King Solomon said? Amen. Like lying down in the ocean, in a sea, and laying down in the sea, glory to God. Don't do it. That's a terrible price to pay, amen, for, terrible price to pay, amen, for something that you feel like brings you pleasure when actually it's bringing you death. It brings death to you. It brings death to your family. It brings death, glory to God, to your marriage. It brings death to people that don't even know you. Think about all the people, amen, that have been killed by somebody that got behind a wheel driving under the influence controlled by this spirit of alcohol. My God, my God, my God, God sent his word this morning so that you can understand, amen. It's not something that's pleasant that's helping you to unwind. It isn't something that'll help you to to forget your troubles as they say what he doing crying in his beer you're gonna be crying over more than that if you don't repent if you don't repent of it if you don't give it to the lord amen confess it and ask the lord to take it from you glory to god allow him into your heart let him fill the places you won't miss it you won't miss it if you give that to the lord glory to god he will clean you up by his spirit and fill you all those empty places where that spirit used to live glory to god once you're delivered they will be filled amen by the holy spirit glory to god and you will indeed have a great testimony that can help others along also look at verse 35 
They have struck me, but I was not hurt. They beaten me, but I did not feel it. So what is he saying? Now he's in the thoroughs of the hangover. Now that he's letting him know, amen, after all that, you're going to wake up in the morning feeling like crap. And how many, how many people, amen, have not suffered, amen, had their first drink experience in life? How many people have not woken up, amen, at some point in time with a hangover? Some people do it on a real regular basis. Glory to God. Some people, amen, do that. But look, you remember having a hangover and how bad it feels. He says, now you're going to deal with that. You're going to feel like someone has beaten you. Uh, someone has struck you. Some people say, I feel like I've been run over by an 18-wheel. I feel like I've been run over by a truck, a.k.a. Okay, but I was not hurt. He said, I was not hurt physically. I wasn't hurt. This didn't happen, glory to God. They, they, they haven't beaten me, but I feel like they have. In other words, why? You got a hangover. You have a, hang a hangover, glory to God. And it's not pretty, nor is it pleasant. It's horrible. When shall I wake that I may do what? When shall I wake up? Now everything is so bad. It seems like you're dreaming. You aren't dreaming. You're actually living the after effects of that spirit being in control of your human body. Glory to God. So now you're feeling that, praise God. And you're saying it's like a dream. It's like a nightmare. When am I going to wake up? Only it isn't a nightmare. And then look at this right here and see it. Yet, I will seek it again. I want to know what kind of person, what kind of fool. Amen. That's the mark of a true fool right there. It treats you like this. You're having to live with it and deal with it. But the only thing in your desire, in your mind, because you are possessed by a demonic spirit, it is not to repent of it. Yet, I will seek it again. What? I can't wait to get drunk as soon as I get up out of this bed. I can't wait to get drunk again as soon as I get over this hangover. As a matter of fact, to help me get over it quicker, I'm going to mosey on in here and I'm going to get me a beer out of the refrigerator to help my hangover. I'm going to get me another drink. That is the mark of a true fool. That's a foolish act, glory to God. Yet, I will seek it again. Don't seek the spirit of alcohol. Don't seek drunkenness. Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus, glory to God. He's waiting on you this morning. He's waiting for you, praise God. And he wants you to understand from his word the seriousness of drinking, the seriousness of alcohol, that you're getting more than you could ever pay for with a dollar or a dime. You're getting a demonic spirit. So I pray, amen, that this has enlightened you. I pray that it will help you. I pray, amen, that by God's grace, if you find yourself in this, in the word of God, that you will indeed confess it, repent of it, amen. Give it to the Lord and give your heart to the Lord on today. He's waiting for you. Now, that is indeed the word of God for the people of God from the woman of God. I'm Apostle Barbara Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the living God. God bless you. God keep you. I love you. And God loves you too. God sent, amen, his word, the spirit of alcohol. Have a great week in Jesus.